Welcome everybody to another episode of the Home and Body Improvement Show. This is Coach Potts. I'm riding solo tonight. If you haven't yet, like I always say, go to coachpotts.com, sign up for the newsletter. If you have a question you want featured on the show, hit me up at andy at coachpotts.com. Today's like the beginner show, meaning talking about buying a beginner tool set and also what you should do in terms of like starting out on a diet. So hope you enjoy episode number 35, Home and Body Improvement. my goodness what is going on another episode of the home and body improvement show my dog of course has to pick out her squeaky toy because she likes to make my life as difficult as possible but you gotta love them right who here owns a dog everyone not everyone well everyone should they're the best Man, what is going on? Today's a little bit colder than usual, but they tell me it's going to be 50 degrees. You know you live in Chicago when you're looking forward to 50 degree weather. Like, I'm actually excited tomorrow. I'm like, oh man, I can take the dogs on a longer walk, go to the park. It's going to be 50 degrees. It's practically summertime. So, I am looking forward to it. I, I only need two layers when it's 50 degrees out, as opposed to the four I needed this morning. That's the weird thing about layering up, too, is that, you know, as soon as you walk outside, you know immediately if you made the right decision you just get slapped in the face with that cold wind and it's just like oh boy thought it was a four layer day turns out it's a five layer day i messed that one up or oh boy didn't realize that i didn't have that part of my face covered speaking of which i actually i'm not saying i like wearing face coverings everywhere actually in fact it was kind of annoying today um this is kind of fun my one of my afternoon snacks is apples and almond butter I don't know why it's just enough to get me like through you know lunchtime let's say to get to dinner time I usually have a pretty big dinner and I ran out of almond butter I know rough life right so I was gonna go to the grocery store but I didn't have my mask I left it at work so what do you do I had to go out without my almond butter what did I opt for instead carrots and hummus yeah yeah real exciting I know but anyway I am kind of liking the face mask in a wintertime thing because like normally you wouldn't wear one because I don't want to look like a bandit or a bank robber or something like you know I'm not going skiing right do I really need something to cover my face but now that we're all required to wear face masking face masking whatever face masks um, I'm actually kind of enjoying it I think this is something that might carry forward and I will just pretend as though I'm being socially conscious you know in this pandemic times but uh, I like having my face covered and just I mean if you didn't know I get up early mornings so this time of year it's, it's very very dreadful meaning like when I wake up it's pitch black and it's cold it's actually freezing cold and then when I you know by the time I get home and all settled in it's almost pitch black again it gets about like 4 30 it's already starting to get dark so these are very very short days um, and they tell me it's not we're not like there yet I think the longest day of the year is, is right before Christmas like December 21st or 22nd something like that so uh, great. Yeah. Awesome. More to look forward to. Even shorter days. Yay. But then after that, days get a little bit longer. And I do mean a little. Why is it Ross here? That's a good question. He had to work late. And because I work early in the morning, I did not feel like waiting for him. 
you wanted to do it at 7 o'clock tonight. I said, I don't think so, buddy. Some of us got to eat dinner around that time. So I am flying solo. I did have a quasi... We, we have a real question today. And that's amazing because I love real questions. Because otherwise, if you haven't known, like, I, you know, I, I usually... Like, as the week goes on, like, something will happen, and I'll be like, oh, okay, I can use that for the show. Ross kind of wasted the last second in Google's home improvement questions, which is why last week he was trying to answer, when's it, what's a good time to remodel? And I know we said we'd get to the question, what to do about scratches on your floors. Uh, that's still coming up, but not this episode, because we have a real question from a real listener. Actually, I don't know if she's ever listened to the show. Stephanie, have you listened to this show, or are you just tuning in because your friend Angela told you to. Nonetheless, though, um, again, Andy at CoachPots.com. I can't make it any more simple than that. Ask me anything, and if it's stupid, I won't even uh, acknowledge it. But if it's funny or if it's relevant to home and body improvement, we will throw it on the show. So, For me, um, did a photo shoot recently. Very excited about finally got to see the prints. Um, they came out. I'll be sharing those on my social media. And this is a bit of a solemn day, if you will. It's my brother's birthday who passed away about two and a half years ago. So, you know, it's weird. On days like this, I don't want to get dark here, but people kind of hit you up and they're like, oh, my God, is there anything I could do? How are you doing today? You're hanging in there. And uh, my friend told me this. Who, who his, his father had passed away. Uh, you know, same thing happens to him on Father's Day. People are like, hey, man, how you doing? You doing okay, buddy? You hang, if there's anything you need, man, I know this is a tough day for you. And he said this to me, and it's it's so true, and it's something that I repeat to other people, is that I miss my brother and my mom every single day. So, like, birthday, Mother's Day, Christmas, any, you, know, you name the holiday, the day they passed away. Like, that's nothing is necessarily significant in the sense that I miss them anymore, or that day is more you know, relevant than the other days. Every single day I miss him. And so, you know, it's just, I guess times like these, you know, I, I made a promise to him that I would keep his memory alive. And just by putting a picture on social media and wishing him happy birthday is my way of saying, hey man, I don't forget about you. I hope nobody else does either. And uh, it's a nice chance for other people to kind of reflect. And you know, with these COVID times and stuff, you know, my dad caught the COVID. Uh, he's doing a lot better now, but you know, it was scary there for about a week. Um, you don't know what's going to happen. So, as, as, as Crosby, Stills, and Nash once said, if you can't be with the one you love, then just love the one you're with. That's what I say. That's what I'm saying right now. My God, was that stupid? I, was stu- I don't even know if that applies. You know what? If you, if you have a family or friends or someone you love, just let them know you love them, all right? Because you know, we're, we're all going somewhere someday, and, and, and for right now, you should take care of the present moment. So how do you like that? There you go. Did that get dark? I hope that didn't get dark. Stephanie, we're getting to your question. We're going to dive right in because I'm just babbling here and it's embarrassing and I'm sure you're sitting there going, why won't this fool answer my question yet? Um, Let's get into it. First, home improvement. I started to dabble in projects and by no means a professional. What would you suggest on which tools to start with building an arsenal? Not looking for a big expense or anything and she has newbie skills. Uh, That is a great question. I wish I could say, buy the DeVault's you know, XY 300 kit. That's the most amazing one you're ever going to find. Um, I know for a fact that it was, I, I had a, um, my first start, I, they call, I've said you would call it a starter kit, right? Um, and I've seen, I've actually, somebody, it was one of those, I, I don't know how you describe it, but like if, if you're going to give me money, cool. If you're going to give me a gift card, fine. But when you get those like redeem prize things where like, 
you need to go to this website and type in this code and then choose from these 30 gifts. It, it, it's like, uh, thanks. So it's something I usually put off, but I do know for a fact that somebody did that to me once and uh, I bought my first quote unquote starter toolkit. Um, now, I don't care which toolkit you get. And in fact, when it comes to like essentials, like there's no better hammer out there. I mean, I, I've had hammers break on me, but I couldn't tell you what brand it was. But, you know, I, I, there's no like better screwdriver and stuff. But there's only a handful of tools you want to make sure is in this starter kit because you're going to use them often. And I narrowed it down to four things. You need pliers, screwdrivers, a hammer, and a crescent wrench. And a crescent wrench is one of those adjustable wrenches that you've, you've seen that the head of it gets, you know, closer together and farther apart. Um, it's nice to have a socket wrench. Socket wrench is, has those little pieces that you put on and then you put it on the bolt and then you, that, that would be a socket wrench. Um, those are nice and that came in my first starter kit, but I'll be honest, you know, I used it enough that I just started losing the pieces and you, you can, they're nice to have, but I don't think they're essential to a starter kit. Um, if they are, just make sure you get some big and some small and you can kind of fill in the ones in between. But um, a crescent wrench is essential because that thing is going to help. It's very adjustable, obviously, and uh, it's something that you can use all the time. Pliers are essential. Uh, a regular set of pliers and needle nose pliers, I think, are two things that you're gonna use often. And you'd be surprised that when it comes to like some of these basic tools, um, First of all, I had a nice discussion with my friend about this because he helped me fix my Kaiser spin bike. I couldn't fix the Kaiser spin bike because when it comes, like, he fixes bikes essentially professional, but I mean, he doesn't get paid for it, but he's a triathlete, right? And those bikes, man, I mean, you know, the, 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 the not even just the spinning bikes, but like the regular bikes that people use for the road and uh, mountain biking, stuff like that, they can get pretty complicated and pretty expensive and you need special tools and he's got all that stuff. So he said he would help me out with my spin bike and we were talking about this and it's like, no job is difficult if you have the right tool. But if you have the basic tools, there's a lot of things you can do. Uh, but you know, certain things like needle nose pliers, like you might use the pointy end to stick a hole in something. Like, I mean, you might use, you know, I don't know, the, 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 the back end of a hammer to like, you know, help wedge something open. Uh, you know, it's these these tools just because like screwdrivers, another one like you might use a flathead screwdriver to like scrape paint off stuff. You know, it's like you don't necessarily need a paint scraper if it's just like a little thing and you have the flathead screwdriver there. Right. I'll get to the I'll get to the screwdrivers in a second. But um, needle nose pliers, flat uh, like the regular pliers, those are pretty essential. Um, I found two, you know, that like if, if you have like a really small set of pliers that are cheap and crappy um the problem with those are is that um you know a lot of times whatever it is you need to put the pliers on they're just not big enough um so needle nose obviously has a bigger span but you can't get the leverage on it i would look for a set of each needle nose pliers regular pliers those are essential crescent wrench essential um hammer you're going to use more than you would think um, don't get one with those tiny small heads. Uh, you're just asking for trouble, especially if you're like, you know, banging nails into stuff. Uh, that's a good way to whack your thumb and hate yourself forever. Uh, get a decent sized hammer that's like relatively heavy duty, meaning, you know, it doesn't weigh a pound. It weighs, you know, a couple pounds and uh, it's something that you can use. Uh, and then obviously make sure it has a backside to it so you can take off nails or whatever it is, the pointy end um, that you could do stuff with. And then um, screwdrivers, flathead, 
and a Phillips. Now, you're gonna use the Phillips 90% of the time. Most of the screws you see Phillips, uh, in fact, a lot of them are getting these star heads, which I actually appreciate, but uh, you're gonna use a Phillips all the time. Uh, you might use a flathead occasionally, but there's nothing worse than only having a Phillips when you need a flathead. So that's a definitely a multifaceted tool, like I said, and it's one of those things that you can use for a bunch of different things. Um, you know, after that, I mean, pfft. you know, the, the, the kit I had had this like, like little kind of like a, I don't know if you call it a bandsaw, but the, it had a saw, but the blade was really, really small and I uh, had a really, really small handle, but you use stuff like that, you know, more than you'd actually think. Like I wouldn't use it for a big project, but you know, a lot of times people are like, I used to say, you know, connecting a VCR, but nobody has VCRs anymore. But like, you know, it's like little appliances, you know, for some reason you need to take something off and you need a screwdriver or like, you know, one of the cables is caught and you need pliers just to like yank it out. Um, you know, it's these little jobs that you just kind of wish that you had something. Now, kits like that, you should be able to find at like a Home Depot. You'd definitely be able to find it on like an Amazon, right? And you don't want to spend, you know, a bazillion dollars. Buy the cheap stuff, you know, see how often you actually use it. You know, and if it does a job perfect, if you need to upgrade, well, then you can upgrade like tool by tool. Like, you know, if your hammer is too big or too small and you're like, you know, I'm using this thing a lot and I just don't like the one that came with this kit, go buy a new hammer. Um, but, you know, you don't need to be spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars. I'm saying you could probably get a decent kit like that for about 30, 40 bucks and you put it in the closet and you use it when you need it. And um, if you got those four basic tools, you should be able to knock out most of the stuff that you need to do. And then after that, man, I don't know, I wish these manufacturers and stuff would just get together and decide on a universal head for like screws or whatever, and then one tool, one head, and then we don't have to worry about all this stuff. Um, you know, other little things like Allen wrench keys, you know, there's no universal Allen wrench key, right? You can't just, you know, take the heads off and stuff. So a set of Allen wrenches is always nice. But, you know, it, it's crazy, too, that I've noticed with a lot of, like, um, pieces of furniture, I'm like, I can't stuff. They usually come with the Allen, you know, wrench that you need. And always save that stuff. Um, one thing I finally purchased, which I kind of put off, um, was a cabinet for my tools. And one of those, like, wheelie cabinets that has drawers. And, and it, I bought a smaller one because it fits in my closet, although it's kind of too small. But nonetheless, I jam-packed it with everything I need. Um, and if I have, a you know, a job, I will that sucker out leave it out until the job's done and when I'm finished I put it away right but a nice tool bag um, if, if you start if that kit if you start like you know buying extra hammers or like screwdrivers and it doesn't fit inside the kit just get a tool bag or a nice toolbox you can find those pretty cheap too uh, you don't have to go overboard again you're gonna get what you pay for so if you're you know a construction wizard like Ross claims to be I mean he's on site every day right he wants the heavy-duty stuff because you don't want the stitching and his tool bag to come apart right but if you're only using something once or twice you know a year you don't need anything special but you need you should have it all in one place and then if you have a job pull that bag out pull that chest out take it to what you're gonna do do what you need to do put everything back in the tool chest or the tool bag and then put those tools away there's nothing worse than like taking a tool out using it for a job losing that tool and then not knowing what it is the next time you need it. It's just a nightmare, so. Organization is key. Uh, everyone should have a nice little toolkit of some sorts. 30, 40 bucks will go you a long way. Look for those essential tools. Uh, there you go, Stephanie. Oh, and she has a second question, more up my alley, uh, talking about body improvement, if you will. 
Secondly, I recently have started trying to take better care of myself. Well, good for you, Stephanie. You should do that, and I applaud your effort. What would you say is more critical, water intake or limiting sugars? Um, well, if you don't drink water, you'll die. However, in this instance, I would say limiting sugars. Uh, why do I say that? Well, if you are, you're going to drink water. I mean, that's going to happen. Or you're going to drink something, and if you don't, you're going to get dehydrated. If you get dehydrated, you'll know it, believe me, and you'll drink something, and you'll stay alive. When it comes to the topic of sugar, it's so vast and so deceiving and misleading and difficult to actually, like, uh, wrap your mind around that the sooner you start the better because you're gonna get a lot of people who argue you know for their quote-unquote drug and in this sense I'm talking about like processed sugar if you will you know a lot of people are gonna say well this you know there, there's sugar in fruit and why can't I do this and that's you know and, and I've got this piece of candy and I said you know but it's only got five grams of sugar and I should you know all that other garbage right don't listen to it uh, you need to be smart about it and use common sense but in terms of like sugar, man, I eat a lot of fruit. But I, you know, I work out often. But fruit is good for you, and fruit has a lot of sugar. That's where I get. That's my primary source of carbohydrates. Carbohydrates, I know, have gotten a bad rap as well. But that's energy, you know. And the thing about fruit is they can they contain such a vast source of micronutrients, meaning vitamin, vitamins, minerals, and um, phytochemicals. That like, it fruit's great. But it's high in sugar. And people are like, well, I need to limit my sugar. You need to limit your processed sugar. You know, the sugar that you find on a countertop when you're going to the coffee, you know, coffee store or um, anything that has quote unquote added sugar. Uh, and then that's the thing too, like a lot of these uh, packagings, they get, they get, um, they get tricky with their labeling. It'll say no added sugar. And it's like, well, yeah, it's because you used sugar that was originally in there and you just didn't add any additional sugar. Um, you know, if you start looking at, I have, you know, I, I talked about this when I was on the Steve Cortez show. I don't know if you guys heard that episode, but I talked about this and the fact that you, if it has a nutrition label or a barcode, you probably shouldn't be eating it. Now, I know they put barcodes on apples and stuff like that, and that's not what I mean, but I mean, if, if you need to scan it, or if it has one of those labels that says, you know, this is 30% carbs and 10% protein and whatever. And, you know, one of those white labels on the back that are in such tiny print, they're very difficult to read. Um, you probably shouldn't be eating it. It's not, it doesn't come from nature. It's not a whole food. Uh, anything that has a list of ingredients on it is not natural in and of itself. The problem with sugar is those things have some source of something and it's, it's usually a combination of fat salt and sugar and they're very very addictive so the skipping or limiting sugars is going to go a long way to curbing your addiction to those items uh, and if you can get them out of your system the better i mean it's it's you, the quote unquote you know you want to sound smart, use the word paradigm. The paradigm is shifting in the sense that people are getting more aware of what they're putting in their body. And you're realizing that companies like Kellogg and Nabisco and, you know, you name them, right? Uh, General Mills, they don't really care about you. They care about selling products. And so they find these products, you know, it, sugar, the reason sugar spiked was because most people focused on fat. And this was during the 80s, right? They wanted everything to be low fat, no fat. And what they were doing was just adding sugar and nobody really paid attention to it. They're getting smart to the fact that, that it's not the fat that is causing everyone to get obese. It's the sugar um, and processed carbohydrates, et cetera, so forth. But all these items that have all these additional sugars, uh, 
lead you to kind of develop an addiction to these products so these companies can sell more product. That's all they care about. It's a company. They're generating profit. They just want to sell more of this stuff. They're not necessarily trying to make you healthy. So if you, it's, I mean, I used to smoke and I was highly addicted to it. And I defended my quote unquote drug, in that case, nicotine, right? And it, and it, I thought cigarettes, I knew they were bad for me, and, and I, but I, I couldn't stop smoking them, right? It's the same thing with a lot of these, like, you know, candy bars, and, you know, sometimes you even think you're eating healthy and stuff, and, and it's not. It's crap. It's It's got a barcode on it. It's got a nutrition label on it. It's just really addictive. Um, I myself got hooked recently. I went to Costco, and I bought some of those, um, not the kind bars. Um, it was, you know, it was essentially like um, the Kirkland brand, whatever protein bars they were selling and I found myself eating like two or three a day sometimes and I knew they weren't necessarily good for me but man did they taste good and then after a while I would eat one I wasn't my my appetite wasn't necessarily curbed and it kind of like sparked this thing in my brain I was like man I'd like to have another one and I'm a grown-ass man no one's gonna tell me no so I just started eating more like and before I knew it I was having like two or three a day and then I finally blew through them and I just said I'm not eating this stuff anymore I'm not buying it I'm not putting it in my house Uh, it's too easy to develop an addiction to, uh, to these types of foods I've never felt that way about apples I've never felt that way about bananas or grapes or, you know, you name it, right? I've never gone, my God, I just can't stop eating this bowl of strawberries. Like, strawberries taste great, but at some point, I mean, enough's enough. And I'm like, okay, I've had enough. I'll move on to whatever. You know, a lot of that is the satiety effect, the fiber. It's it's food that's, your body is processing food that it was designed to consume, you know? Not this other stuff, man. It's all manufactured and crap. Uh, as for water... You know, the general rule of thumb is half your body weight in ounces. Maybe this is a TMI, man, but the older I've got, the more I like go to the bathroom. So I don't drink as much water as I used to. I used to try and get at least 100 ounces a day. I used to take those smart water bottles, which are about 33 ounces and have three of them a day. But like, I have one to two cups of coffee a day, and I just drink water when I'm thirsty. And you know, usually a little bit more when I'm working out. Uh, I don't carry the water bottle around like I used to. Um, at night, I have a LaCroix, you know, with dinner uh, or a soda stream. I love that thing. And uh, and I do natural additives. I actually, I'll, I will put the soda stream, I'll put the whatever, the, the, the stream, the soda stream into it in the water. And then I squeeze a lemon, squeeze a lime, shake it up. And that's my drink. And it usually lasts me two meals. Um, you know, or LaCroix. I, I think LaCroix is fine. If, if it's not, boy, I, I wish it was because <laughs> I buy that stuff by the case. Um, you know, mineral water, sparkling water, it, it's just a little bit of gas added to the water. It gives it a fizzy taste, um, a little bit of texture. Uh, I don't see that stuff being bad for you. Um, but worrying about, you know, drinking enough water, you're going to drink enough water. Uh, and in fact, if you overconsume water, it's just going to shoot right through you. Um, there's a, a thought that the more water you drink, the more... Um, it filters the bad stuff out of your body, but could also potentially push nutrients out of the body too. So half your body weight in ounces might be good for somebody who works out often or works out, you know, on the daily. Um, for somebody who doesn't work out as much, I don't know, you know, 50, 60, 70 ounces of water should be plenty. Um, but stay away from those sugars. Breaking that addiction, opening your eyes to what you're actually putting in your body and realizing what sugar actually does, how much harm it actually causes, is probably more important than initially focusing on your water intake. So there you go, Stephanie. 
I did it, man. I got through an episode by myself, answered all your questions. Uh, we're going to do a hard wrap on this show right now, folks. Again, like I always say, and I will continue to say until I get more questions, although I do have some questions for the next show coming from Kelly and Natasha. Tosh, as she likes to be called. Very excited to uh, I'll probably have Ross on for that one. He can answer the scratches on the floor question. Uh, but other than that, folks, another episode of the Home and Body Improvement Show. Thanks for tuning in. Andy at CoachPots.com. Ask me anything, hopefully fitness or home improvement related. Otherwise, I'll probably just read it, laugh, and delete it. And then uh, go to CoachPots.com, sign up for that newsletter. I put effort into that newsletter. There's recipes. There are pictures. There are exercise routines. Check it out if you haven't already. Love to have you aboard. But that's it, folks. I am out of here. <laughs>